Welcome, welcome back to another episode on the podcast, man. Welcome back to No Cap Radio. Here with another episode for you guys. Here with another topic. Now, actually, this topic um, that we're about to discuss, it's actually pretty old. Um, I mean, it was trending like last week, but it's something that pretty much happened like a couple months ago. Um, so just to get straight to it, uh, Rasheed Wallace, everybody knows who he is. You know, he's one of the... Um, Kind of like legends of the early 2000s era. Um, He went on a a podcast and, you know, the guys basically asked him, like, all the players that he thought would would either be soft in his era or would be, like, good in his era. Mind you, Rasheed was drafted in 1995 and retired in 2010. So, you know, they said they asked him about Steph. He said Steph wouldn't be good in his era. He said, you know, James Harden wouldn't be good in his era. He also said Kevin Durant wouldn't be good in his era. Or he said he wouldn't have as much success as he has now, which is kind of dumb. Actually, not kind of. That is a dumb statement. Um, And pretty much all the other guys he said were soft were pretty dumb statements anyways. But we don't get into that. But the main player, and which kind of blew up the whole situation was the he said that LeBron wouldn't have as much success in his era than he does now. Now, if you know anything about basketball, you know the history of LeBron James. One of the biggest kind of historic games LeBron did have was when he had the famous, you know, 25 straight game when he scored 48 and 25 straight in in the fourth quarter and the two overtimes they went into. Mind you, Rashid was in that game. But to just go back to that era, Rashid was in Portland. They Portland drafted him. All right. Portland had that crazy team with him, um, Pippen, uh, I, I can't remember, St- uh, Steve Smith. And a, a couple other guys, they had that crazy team that should have went to the finals, but they didn't. They lost to the Los Angeles Lakers in 2000. So he was on that team. He gets traded. To, he gets traded or he was a free agent. I wasn't around at the time, so I don't know. But he goes to Detroit, I think in like 03, 02 and 03. And that's where they kind of got that team of him, Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn. And that and, and Ben Wallace and that group that kind of like um, started that Pistons like run that they had where they went to like eight straight West Easter Conference Finals. Um. So yeah, he gets there in '02. Mind you, Rasheed is still at the height of his career. Like he's still priming, still an All Star. He you know All Defensive Team, all that. He goes to that team in '02, '03. Brian gets drafted in '04, '03, '04. Okay, so Braun gets drafted in his era, right? So, fast forward, Detroit wins the championship in 04. They go back to the finals in 05. They beat uh, Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal's team to get to the championship in 05. They lose to the Spurs in 05. Now, it's 06. Mind you, LeBron was drafted in 03. 
missed the playoffs in 04, missed the playoffs in 05. His first playoff series was 06, right? So now it's 2006, and Detroit, mind you, Detroit still has their crew of Ben Rip, Chauncey, Tayshon, and Coach Larry Brown. They still got everybody. Detroit plays the Cleveland Cavaliers team in 06 in the second round of the playoffs, right? So LeBron, his first playoff series ever, everybody knows he had that game winner against Washington in game two, and then they beat Washington in that series in the first round. Now they got uh, Detroit. Mind you, Cavs, if if I remember correctly, the Cavs are a fifth seed, I believe? A fifth or fourth seed, right? They're either a fifth or fourth seed. So, they're not supposed to win the series anyways, right? Plus, we all know, like, the Cavaliers was, was dog water the whole time LeBron was there. So, we know they ain't got a squad, right? Detroit comes in. They've been to the finals the last two years. They won the championship um, one out of two of them, right? So, they coming in like, they the top dogs of the whole Eastern Conference. And some might say the whole NBA. Loaded with talent and Hall of Fame and Hall of Famers, right? So... Mind you, because a lot of people don't really talk about this series, but it's really pivotal to talk about. Detroit goes up 2-0 against Cleveland. All right? Mind you, this team that Cleveland has, not good at all. Cleveland wins three straight. They win three straight against the defending champs. Mind you, they got blowed out the first two games in, in, in Detroit. They got blowed out, just ran out the water. They won the next two games in Cleveland. And then they won a pivotal game six in Detroit. No, they won a they won a game five in Detroit. Mind you, LeBron is averaging 30, right? This is in Rasheed's era. Rasheed, this is the time when Rasheed is going to the finals. He's putting up numbers. LeBron's, he has his team well, with a bunch of nobodies. It's his first year in the playoffs. And he averaging 30 against the best team in the Eastern Conference Finals. And they're winning. Mind you, Cleveland has no business winning these games. Have no business. Now, obviously, they have game six in Cleveland. Detroit guts that one out, barely. And that's because nobody in Cleveland, nobody, uh, they couldn't rebound in game six. And nobody else but LeBron could make a shot. Then they go to game seven in Detroit. Detroit take care of his business. Cleveland goes home. But... I wanted to bring that up because people always, when people uh, discuss this topic, they're always like, oh, well, LeBron had that historic game against Detroit, you know, in 07. So what is Rasheed talking about? But people never talk about the year before that when LeBron was literally 20 years old, averaging 30 against grown men who were the best team in, arguably you could say they were the best team in the NBA at that time. They're the most dominant team in the NBA, especially in the East. And it's LeBron's first year in the playoffs, and he's averaging 30, and they won three straight against him. So, mind you, Rasheed said he wouldn't have that much success in his era. This is 06. Fast forward to 07. Well, Detroit won that round, then they lost to Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then Miami went to win the championship. So now, fast forward to 07. LeBron still don't have a good team. Detroit still has a great team. They didn't have they they couldn't get Ben Wallace back, 
but they still have a great team. They got the other guys. They played Cleveland in the Eastern Conference Finals once again. And we all know what happens. Cleveland wins in six games and LeBron has a historical performance, right? So, and then obviously, you know, Rasheed's career, you know, kind of went down after that year. I mean, they went back to the Eastern Conference Finals in 08. And then, you know, they got put out by LeBron in 09 in the first round. And then 2010, I don't even think they made the playoffs. No, 2010, she went to... uh, to, to the Celtics. So he went to the Celtics and, you know, he went to the finals with them and I, he was on the team that the Celtics beat that LeBron was on. But Rasheed was put, still putting up good numbers. Definitely wasn't his prime. And then obviously he retires. Then he comes back in 2013 and then he retires again. So, Rasheed's prime, if we being realistic, Rasheed's prime is like 1995 to at least 2017, 2017, 2007. LeBron, by 2003 to 2000, some people may say, well, really, you could uh, put it to where Rasheed first came to the league and then until he retired and first time in 2010. But I'm going to just go, I'm going to just go 2007. Because really, after 2007, he really wasn't the, the same Sheed that we all know, right? 2000 by 2007, which was LeBron's fourth year in the NBA, he was already a scoring champ. Or no, he 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 had, he had won a scoring champ. Yeah, he won in 08, but had already been All NBA three times, All Stars three of those years. Took a team to the finals. Was running off an MVP most of those times. So you can make an argument that LeBron. Especially from 2003 to 2010, had a Hall of Fame career in She's Prime. By the time she retired, he had a Hall of Fame career. MVPs, all that. But this is not the main topic of today. Because we all know the statement that Rasheed made was dumb. Because, bro, LeBron was dominating literally against your teams. Like, the teams that that you won the championship with, LeBron was dominating y'all. And was on the cusp of beating y'all two straight years. If he had help. So, we're not here to focus on that. What I'm here to talk about is this deception of... Listen, these old heads, like, they just say a whole bunch of gibbery. Like... This whole notion of the NBA players today are soft. My era is the best era. Like, we're tough. Ha ha. Like, bro, it's nonsense. And mind you, Sheed wasn't really even in that era. I mean, he came in in the mid-90s. But I mean, like, it wasn't nothing like the early 90s and, and 80s. But this whole notion of that, that the 80s and 90s was the best era and that those that was real basketball and... The players now are soft. Like, this has to stop. Because it's far from the truth. And the reason why it's far from the truth is because, especially the biggest thing that people say is, oh, well, back then, you know, it was, you know, the stuff that's a foul now or the stuff that people get injected for now wouldn't even be a foul back then. And people, and they say that as like, like like a compliment. Like, they say that as like, like, it's something to brag about. Well, really, it's not. And the reason why it's not is because the way they played back then wasn't real basketball. 
it wasn't real basketball. The way they play right play back then was prison ball. Like that wasn't basketball. They, if you if you want the stuff they was doing back there, you can go to your local hooded out park and get that. Like, and I know play and, and and I grew up playing in that, and I know players who grew up playing in that, and there's nothing to them. So it's like, bro, it's players right now who playing the same style that they was playing, and they just finding a park. You telling me these professional players couldn't with withstand that? And then also, they think it's they, they they make it seem like it's a a uh like it's a it speaks volume that they was able to foul guys hard back then. They're like like I heard Shaq say like, oh, if Steph Curry came through the lane, well, I give him a quick elbow. And that's nothing to be proud of. You know why? Every real hooper knows this. The guy who fouls you the most is the guy that can't guard a lick. Dudes that foul the most that just hack are dudes that can't they can't play a lick of defense. They can't play defense at all. Real hoopers know. If somebody guarding you and they and you and they just fouling you, you're like, bro, what's the first thing you say? Bro, play real defense. Why are you fouling me? You they fouling you because they can't stop you. So when I hear Dennis Rodman or Shaq talking about if Steph Curry came through the lane, they will, you know, like give him an elbow. Number one, Steph Curry's not coming through the lane. He's shooting threes. He ain't he ain't trying to come to the lane. He's trying to shoot from half court. So what you what you gonna do if he's shooting from half court? You gonna push him on the ground? That what you gonna do? They say this whole notion that the league was tougher back then because you could foul harder doesn't speak a testament to the players back then. If anything, it makes them seem more weak because they don't have the actual skill set to sit down and guard anybody. All they know is just foul and hack them until he gets tired of it. Which I understand because that's how the league was played, but don't try to come here and be like, yeah, we gonna, we would just foul the mess out of them. Like, bro, what? No, you're not going to do that. And then also, you talk about fouling Steph Curry, bro. That again, that just tells Steph like you can't really guard me, so you foul to stop me. But in in in, in all actuality, it's not gonna stop me. Cause these what, bro? These old heads are so delusional, bro. Like they'll talk about how like oh you know players are soft because they complain about fouls. And, you know, everybody buys into it. You know, people see LeBron complaining. They're like, oh, yeah, man, he's soft. He flops. First of all, one of the toughest players in that era back then, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller was one of the toughest. He's one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. One of the greatest shooters of all time. And he's one of the greatest players from back then. One of the toughest players from back then. Bro, you know that. Bro, Reggie Miller was a flopper. He was a flopper. So don't talk about this. Don't talk about the players in this generation flopping when one of the toughest players back then was doing it. So he's basically the pioneer of it. So y'all started this, basically. That's number one. Number two, you have to understand. And I heard Gilbert Arenas talking about this. And this is facts. The players that are complaining about fouls today right now, they're only complaining off the rules that they gave us, right? 
So if you get clothesline and a player is complaining about getting clothesline because he didn't get a foul called, that doesn't mean the player's not soft. That means the player knows the rules, he knows what's a foul and it's not a foul. So when it happens to him and he doesn't get the foul call, he's looking at the ref like, yo, what's good? If he was allowed, if, if he was allowed to clothesline players and it was okay, obviously the players wouldn't be complaining about it because it's it's nowhere in the rulebacks that say you can't do that. That doesn't mean a player is soft. That just means he knows the rules. The fact of the matter is, it is not 1984. You cannot just clothesline somebody or hit some or straight up slap somebody on the wrist and it's not, it's a no call. No. The players know that's not allowed in today's game. So therefore, once it happens and they don't get the call for it, they will complain to the ref about it. That does not mean that they are soft. They are just complaining because they know what the rules are. So when I hear people looking at LeBron and it's like, oh, he just complains about everything. Bro, first of all, they already don't give LeBron calls because he's the biggest player on the floor. And like I stated previously earlier, dudes can't guard LeBron. They're going to foul. So when LeBron doesn't get a foul call on him, of course he's going to complain. But these old heads just look at him like, oh, wow, man, he's a little cheap. Bro, you realize they're only complaining because it's y'all generation is just the ones that messed it up. Y'all sitting back acting like, man, this generation is so soft. Look at what happened. Bro, this is because of you. Y'all started this. Y'all started this and it got out of hand. So now it is not allowed no more. So therefore, players have to adapt to this generation. Now, as far as players, when we compare players from back then to now, like when I hear Dennis Rodman talk about how LeBron and KD would be easy to guard, bro, stop it. Let me tell you something. Dennis Rodman is a post. He was he was good at guarding the post. Dennis Rodman is not guarding James Harden. He's not guarding LeBron. He's not holding KD. He's not holding Harden. He's not holding Steph. He's not holding Anthony Davis. He's not holding Giannis. I can name a whole bunch of players. Bro, these players that are in the game today, those old heads never played against players like that. The closest thing they got to a freakish athlete back then was a Michael Jordan because he was crazy athletic and then Charles Barkley because he was a big guy who was a post player, but he could run the court like a guard. That was the closest they got. The closest. Bro, dudes like James Harden are cooking their era. And the reason is because, like I said earlier, I have more, this is me. I have more respect for the for the guys, for the defensive players back then than now. Because those guys back then, only pride themselves on defense because they, they were just able to foul good. Like, yeah, we can hit you in the mouth. Yeah, but dudes weren't really sitting. And then they had the, the, the hand check. Like, they, they even even the players back then, they think the hand check, like, oh, like, bro, just because you you was able to put your hand on a, on an opposing player's uh side and hold them like that, 
and push him around doesn't mean you were a defensive player, a great defensive player. That just means that you were just real aggressive and physical. The guys in today's game, I have more respect for because they can, it's some guys today that can actually sit and play good defense without fouling. Guys like Kawhi, guys like a Paul George, guys like a Drew Holiday, guys that are defensively sound. Those guys back there, bruh, they push you on the ground and they think they're the greatest defensive player of all time. Dennis Rodman was over here, he was over here clotheslining Kyle Malone and people were like, man, he was just one of the greatest to ever do it. What? He's not guarding KD. He can't guard KD. Those dudes, they were able to clothesline and foul the heck out of dudes and got away with it. But it wasn't, it, that doesn't mean you're a good defensive player. Like, that just means, if anything, it means you can't play defense because you fouling. Now, I give them credit. Like, they weren't, obviously, they weren't fouling every position. Like, they, they were... They were good defensive players, but the players, the, the the top defensive players now are better than back then, especially the perimeter guys, because they are able to sit and play good defense against some against uh, a league today where the players are way better than back then. I'm sorry, bro, but I'm sorry. The players right now are the players right. If you if you if the league or the commissioner or anything did. Something like a 50 greatest players like they did back then. If you grab the 50 greatest players from 2000 and 2010 to now, well, damn it, that, that's not even 50. That, that wouldn't be that many. Okay, from 2000. If you grab the 50 greatest players starting from, from the 2000s era, right? The 2000s era and guys in like the late 90s who weren't in like the the top 50 greatest. The guys like Dirk and uh, Kobe and Tim Duncan, Iverson, right? All them guys because those guys would be in there. If you grab them guys, if you grab the, the 50 greatest players from, we'll say, 96 to 2021, those players are sweet. They watching the, the, that other era. I'm sorry. Like, those guys don't have the skill set. Like, if you put a dude like Kyrie in 85, bro, that's that's unfair. Dude's not guarding Kyrie. Now, we seen in the playoffs, we seen dudes like Drew Holiday. He wasn't stopping Kyrie, but he was sitting down. Like, he was he was playing good defense. Uh, like, against Kyrie. You can even see dudes like Iguodala. Like, I got respect from those dudes because they can actually sit down and play good, solid defense against better players from back then. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, like it's just old head delusion. Like, these dudes just think they played in the greatest era. They had the greatest players. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, bro, back then, people were saying Larry Bird and them was like, Top five, bro. Larry Bird isn't nobody's top five right now, and that's no disrespect to Larry Bird. But Larry Bird is not bigger, he's not better than Jordan, not better than LeBron, not better than Kareem, not better than Magic, not better than Shaq, Tim, Kobe, none of them guys. Them is like the normal guys you would have in your top five. 
Like, them dudes is not messing with this generation. I'm sorry. But them dudes, like, then it's Rodman and them, like, they can't get... Now, you have some people with common sense. Like, guys like Scotty Pippen, they have common sense. But, like, some most of them dudes, bro, like, they just think they're, like, bro... Dennis Rodman was talking about how, like, LeBron don't have no moves. I can guard LeBron. Bro, you realize LeBron is the same height and weighs the same as Karl Malone, but he's a way more athletic, way more quicker, and way more skilled. And he's not a power forward. He low-key a point guard on the lowest of keys, but we'll call him a three, though. We'll call him a three, but really he a point guard, but we're going to call him a three, though. You're not guarding that, dude. Like, you're not guarding Kevin Durant. Like, are we serious? So when I see this delusion, and again, it's the it's the popular thing to say, like, yeah, those these players, they are soft. Why did they complain about fouls all the time? Like, bro, when we compare this generation to that generation, if we playing by them old school rules where we can foul, that's cool. These players can adjust to that. They can adjust to the fouling, to the physical play. Not saying, not saying, because they, they also go through it today's game, but they can adjust to that. But also, I think these players are just way too skilled to just where you, you can just like foul them one time and they'd be done. No, they're going to come right back at you. Like, dudes like Russell Westbrook is not having that. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. But if you bring these, you bring them 80s and 90s players into this generation. They're going to get tore up because they can't keep up with the pace and the skill set. They ain't going to, them players don't even know what a three-point line is. They going to see Steph Curry shoot from three-point line, shoot from half court and be like, what the heck is going on? So when I see, when I, when I hear people say that, I'm just like, bro, like, it's delusion. Y'all just saying that because truth be told, they're salty and delusional because the players in this generation get way more praise than they get. And I understand that because we live in a world of social media. Like, it's a lot of players back then, and I feel like I'm so overrated. I look at people like Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway should be in the Hall of Fame. Penny Hardaway was one of the most skilled players back then. Nobody talks about him, though. If Penny Hardaway, Penny Hardaway was 6'9", bro, Penny Hardaway was 6'9". And his and his handle was crazy, but nobody talks about Penny because you know he was in an era where his game wasn't really appreciated the way it would be now. So I can see why O'Hare's may be delusional, and you know they may be salty, but you know don't be running around here talking about what your era would do to these guys because we all we, we know the truth would be that them these dudes right now would tear it up, even even players. Somewhat in this generation, when I hear Paul Pierce talk about, man, if I was in, if, you know, if I was the same age as LeBron, I don't think he would have as many championships. Really? Bro, really? Like, stop it. Just stop. You had your career. It was legendary. Just be satisfied with that fact. But don't try to tear down these players and what they're, it's like, it's almost like they try to tear them down and try to like, like, Everything they do, they try to minimize it. 
minimize it. Like, yeah, you know, that's all good. Like, they'll talk about the success they have it, and then they'll always bring up, like, you know, it's the, in this league today, you know, he or they always bring up something about this league and this era and this time. Then when they come back to they tell me, because, you know, you know, back then. Like, bro, you had your time. Like, you ain't got to tell us what it was back then. It's 2021. We can go on the internet and see what, and, and see what it was. You ain't got to tell us about it. We can go back and see it. So why are you so stuck in the past? But that's just that. But when I hear Rasheed saying that dumb stuff, talking about LeBron, when, bro, LeBron was in your, he was in your era dominating. He was giving y'all buckets the year after y'all went to the finals. Stop it, okay? Let it go. Some of them dudes back then wouldn't even be top five, top 15 players in today's generation. So just stop it. But that's my thoughts on that topic, man. I just had to come out and say something about it. But... Again, like, yeah, these just these, these the old heads, like, bro, just don't buy into the delusion, the delusional stuff, cause it's just really crazy. But other than that, man, I'm gonna catch y'all next time with some other topics. Peace out.